Welcome to the latest episode of WSP's Anticipate podcast. I'm your host, Shashi Narayanan, a sustainability associate from WSP's property and buildings team in the Middle East. As the world counts down to FIFA World Cup 2022, Qatar is setting the global standard for building sustainably. This tournament is also set to change the way future World Cup competitions and other sporting mega events are planned, organized, hosted and delivered. To celebrate 500 days until the World Cup, this anticipated episode will explore how Qatar is championing the sustainable legacy of the next World Cup and blazing a trail for green solutions that deliver benefits well beyond this landmark event. It's an honour to be joined today by engineer Badur Elmir, who is the Sustainability Director at Qatar's Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy. Engineer Badur, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your role at the Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy? Thank you, Shashi. I am a Qatari engineer. I was born and raised here in Doha. Uh, I have seen uh, the tremendous uh, development of our country. I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, I graduated from Qatar University. Uh, Previously, I worked as an environmental engineer in the oil and gas sector. And then I have moved to the Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy, which is a government committee responsible for uh, preparing the country to host the uh, FIFA World Cup uh, here next year, inshallah. We are also responsible for making uh, sure the event will leave a positive legacy. I am uh, leading the sustainability team and the Supreme Committee since 2015. I am responsible for the development and implementation of the host country delivery against the environmental component of the FIFA World Cup sustainability program. And we have a great sustainability team that uh, extends to our partners in FIFA and in their local organization here called Qatar 2022 and throughout our supply chain including people like you and the WSP team who are doing a great job delivering the vision on the ground. Could you tell us about the sustainable strategy that has been created alongside FIFA? I understand this is the first time that a joint sustainability strategy has been put forward in this way. Yes, uh, this is the first time that FIFA partnered with the uh, host nation to develop a detailed sustainability strategy. This allows us to uh, look at the uh, preparation, the event, and also uh, at the legacy. This is uh, so important for us. I regularly receive uh, feedback from other events and uh, other sports uh, sustainability professionals suggesting that this is something new and good and uh, something that will be uh, followed by others in the future. We have uh, really enjoyed the process of partnering with uh, FIFA on this and the joint delivery and the uh, close collaboration between the teams allows us to uh, have a much wider uh, reach and a more positive impact. I've studied the sustainability strategy and it's a very impressive document. It contains very clear requirements and multifaceted criteria which are being brought to life this very day at Rasbubud Stadium. This was a former Qatar petroleum site. Could you tell us a bit more about the efforts that went into getting this site prepared for the stadium and its precinct? Uh, Yes, you are right. Uh, This was the old QP headquarters and uh, there was a beach club too. The site is really amazing, uh, right on the beach, close to the city and close to the airport. Uh, We decided to keep uh, some of the old buildings as they uh, have uh, cultural uh, heritage. The site uh, also had quite a lot of mature trees, which we were able uh, to transplant uh, on site uh, to our uh, nursery. These trees are now being uh, replanted in other World Cup stadium sites. One section of the site was uh, used for refueling the, of the boats. 
and other uh, light industrial uh, uses. There was uh, soil contamination in those areas and we were uh, able to uh, decontaminate these uh, areas and uh, leave a legacy for a clean site for future generations to enjoy. Yes, this waterfront location is going to be very attractive for future residential and commercial uses. I think there are some exemplary actions that have taken place to prepare the site for the tournament and its facilities. WSP is proud to be delivering construction supervision at Ras Bubud Stadium. This stadium will be the first totally demountable venue in the history of the World Cup. Can you tell us a bit more about how this venue is setting a benchmark for sustainable construction practices? This stadium is amazing. It's a solution that allowed customized uh, prefabrication, which is a real trend in the construction and uh, something that has a lot of benefits as well. Components uh, built in a factory environment uh, allows much uh, better control of waste and noise and etc. With a demountable uh, solution, we were uh, able to take uh, this down after the World Cup and utilize uh, its component for other uses in uh, other countries. There's a lot of excitement around carbon neutral aspirations for the World Cup. Can you tell me how the stadiums contribute to this target and what lasting legacy do you envision this having on the way buildings are created in the whole of Qatar? Okay, I think all of our stadiums contribute to new ways of uh, designing and building in the country and perhaps even uh, in the region. We have pushed the boundary in many different ways, um, sustainability being one of them. For example, we set out to achieve four-star GSA certification, but uh, have been able to push to five stars on several of our uh, projects. With uh, Rasbu Aboud Stadium, uh, this is something different, something special. Given it is largely uh, prefabricated, I think uh, that could be something that can be brought forward and inspire others. It is faster, it is cheaper, and it is safer. Well, carbon neutrality is one of our uh, 22 focus areas in our sustainability strategy, and we have done a lot. For example, uh, the World Cup will be solar-powered, and uh, an 800-megawatt solar power plant uh, is currently under construction, and will be able to supply more than uh, enough power to run the official World Cup stadiums. It will also deliver clean power to the grid for many, many years to come. Also, our public transportation will be a key operational aspect of the event. This transportation is largely electric with the new state of art, the Doha Metro, a new fleet of electric buses, some electric cars, even some electric scooters. All our new stadiums have been designed to meet the green building requirements, as we have mentioned earlier. In GSAS, delivering 40% energy use reduction compared to the ASHRAE standard. We have also done very detailed greenhouse gas footprint analysis. One of the first things people associate with when discussing environmental sustainability issues is the handling of waste. The Supreme Committee recently released a study conducted with the Gulf Organization for Research and Development. In what way has this unique publication changed the perception of how this important process is handled for the tournament? We set targets in our uh, contracts to meet uh, certain weight, waste diversion rates during construction. We believe we have uh, set a new benchmark in terms of construction waste uh, recycling, achieving average of 80% recycling rate across our entire program, and with some sites uh, over 90%. We wanted to share uh, practical tips and uh, case studies with others, so we partnered with GORD to prepare a document that explains what we did 
and gives a lot of uh, practical uh, advice on how uh, to achieve these uh, results. Hopefully, many projects will beat the numbers that we achieved in the future. This document is based on uh, case studies as well as best practices uh, documented by sustainability managers working on the sites. Um, this is uh, very valuable information and I encourage everyone to take a moment stop and document what you are doing some photos and a few uh, sentences describing what is uh, done is all that is needed this document is available for free uh, to anyone we also have similar uh, document about uh, managing dust on construction sites you referred to the global sustainability assessment system gsas i myself have been supporting the delivery of gsas process for the supreme committee making sure contractors comply with the stringent requirements and obligations of the certification. How do you think this sustainability certification has impacted the way stadiums are being delivered? In what way is this manifesting in terms of delivery for both building design and for construction management? Well, green building certification schemes like GSAS provide uh, guiding principles and uh, tangible targets. Achieving these certifications really allows us to uh, focus on a common goal. One of the strategy object objectives is to achieve GSAS certification for all of the stadiums. Uh, we are using uh, three different GSAS schemes to uh, certify the design of the building and the construction uh, process and uh, the, pro the operations. Not only are the buildings efficient as a result of this program, but there is uh, a whole new group of professionals uh, specializing in uh, green construction and design now. They have benefited from uh, our program as well as other large-scale developments in Qatar using green building certifications mega projects uh, like Doha Metro, Sherab and uh, Lucille, to just name a few. This uh, new knowledge is an important legacy of our program. The World Cup promises to set benchmarks that will act as a president for future global competitions. Can you share some of the key highlights related to the visible sustainability features of the 2022 stadiums? All of our stadiums are energy efficient, which is achieved through, as I said, a combination of uh, solutions such as uh, good insulation, super efficient equipment and sophisticated building controls. Uh, the LED lighting uh, throughout, uh, throughout, including the uh, sports lights, the big effort tracking and select the, the, the selection of the materials. All seats were, for example, manufactured locally here in Qatar. We have also placed big emphasis on uh, minimizing any impacts uh, from the construction act activities, uh, waste recycling, uh, dust and noise uh, control, etc. The innovation that has gone into cooling the stadiums is quite profound. The existing available standards for air conditioning in sports facilities are all based on European and North American design standards, which would not work in the environments that we experience in the Middle East. The engineers and scientists that have been examining this issue have had to define their own unique performance standards to provide thermally comfortable stadium environments. How do you feel about how sustainability has influenced the materials used in the stadiums? It's worth mentioning that sustainability influenced uh, the choice of materials as well. As I said, materials are a very important uh, category in sustainability. All the stadiums has uh, used uh, the materials with some uh, recycled content. I'd like, uh, since you have mentioned the uh, air conditioning, the stadiums, I'd like to share this story. The earlier design of Al Bayt Stadium uh, was having a black roof. This would have absorbed 
had uh, more heat, uh, more cooling, and less, it was, of course, less sustainable. Uh, we have requested the management to change the color to improve the sustainability, and now you can see the stadium with white roof. And I would like to also say that uh, the senior management has been very uh, supportive on sustainability. There was a similar situation at the Education City Stadium, where it was originally visualized as the black diamond in the desert. The actual color of the facade now is more of an iconic light silver. This addresses some of the overheating issues and gives the stadium's cooling systems a chance to deliver the cooling that's required. Yes, you are right. The design of the stadium as well uh, plays a big role in air conditioning the stadium. The, uh, for example, as you said, the Education City Stadium, the angles of the facade, the, the way they have uh, the engineers designed it uh, to uh, uh, absorb less heat as well. You mentioned the material aspect of the stadium design. Rasabuabud Stadium has recycled content in its construction, with recycled steel being used in its structural frame. The actual provenance of the materials have been thoroughly examined in terms of where they're coming from, whether or not the processes within the production facilities are sustainably driven, and if there is an environmental management approach to how the production of the different materials is realised. Also, with the demountability strategy, the GSAS certification looks at this as an option for consideration in terms of the ability of the asset to be disassembled and reused in the future. Rasburbud Stadium is a prime example of how this can be done, and the modularity that we're seeing on the stadium is really helping to define how this kind of facility can exist in multiple places in the future. How do you see the potential new configurations that have been envisioned in other locations? With mega events becoming increasingly bigger and more emphasis is placed on legacy, I am sure modular temporary solutions will be part of more events in the future. The solution has sometimes been described as similar to an old circumstance. These were moved with the event from town to town. The scale is obviously very different, but why not? The location of the stadium is next to our old port, so using a ship containers uh, as one of the key uh, components was uh, a way to acknowledge the location and the heritage of the site. Our friends at FIFA are interested in this solution. Currently, uh, FIFA and we are uh, doing calculations uh, together to better understand. Being a carbon neutral uh, tournament, we want to understand the real carbon benefits from the solution. So we are doing uh, some calculations together to uh, really understand the impact on the carbon. From an environment and sustainability perspective, how would you like the first ever FIFA World Cup in the Middle East to be remembered? What is the most important, lasting and enduring legacy that you feel will be remembered for the host population of Qatar and the tournament visitors from all over the world? Well, of course, I want it to be remembered as an amazing event as a game changer, as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, I want it to be remembered as a supercharger for positive change, as a goal scored for everyone. Now, when it comes to the legacy, it depends on people. Like, different people have will remember different uh, things. For example, if professionals like us will, rem- will remember the experience that we gained uh, from working in uh, such mega event. And the sports sector, of course, they will remember the uh, stadiums as uh, a legacy of this uh, tournament. The people in Qatar in general will remember the infrastructure and the, the, the whole experience that's new here in Qatar. So it depends on... Uh, It depends on the person and his interest in terms of legacy and what the person will remember. It depends on your interest. 
It's amazing to see the sustainability vision come to life as we mark 500 days to the 2022 World Cup. On behalf of WSP, we're proud to be part of the delivery of a tournament that is setting new standards for environmental sustainability and influencing the way future global events are held. Engineer Budur, thank you again for joining us today. You've provided a memorable overview of the different advances that are happening on the road to 2022. We are already proud of the work that have been delivered so far, and uh, hopefully we can all uh, enjoy uh, the matches in uh, 2022 and celebrating our success.